And I'll tell you another thing. Back in my day, we had all the movies and TV shows starred white people and nobody complained, not even once, sir, sir. And nowadays though, it's, they got minorities everywhere. We got black elves in Middle Earth for crying out loud, sir, sir. And then we got, now you're telling me we got a black mermaid? What's next? They're gonna tell me the Atlanteans were black? And I suppose black people built the pyramids, sir. Sir, please. Well, I'm not gonna stand for it. I'm tired of this woke country and these liberal elites telling me how to live my life, sir. I just can't, don't understand what's wrong with young people these days. Sir, this is your colonoscopy. Please just breathe into the mask. And I Oh, thank God he's unconscious. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else in between or outside of that box. Please welcome to Ruben Uncut. To be noted before listening to this episode of Ruben Uncut, this Ruben, this episode of Ruben Uncut deals with a very sensitive topic matter white people. So please, if you are a white person, please know that you may be triggered by what you hear here today. To everyone who else who is not white, well, just let it be known that Ruben is not an expert on anything. So if he says something that is racially offensive to non-white people, he apologizes in advance. That being said, white people, you're going to need to suck it up. Ruben is also, I'd like to point out the fact now that he is not a historian or an expert in any way. If you find any type of historical issues with the points that Ruben brings up, please note that he's gesturing wildly from memory and should not be viewed as an expert. But please do feel free to look up any historical points that he brings up. All right, thank you very much, and welcome to Ruben Uncut. Welcome to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Ruben and Cut, a very special episode of Ruben and Cut, because they're all very special episodes. Because just like Mr. Rogers told you, you are special. Everyone is special. Mr. Rogers, of course, being the last great Christian. All right, let's move forward. <clears throat> Truly great Christian, I should say. All right, let's move forward. Time. Here's what we're talking about today. White people need to chill the fuck out. I mean, my God. White people need to relax. You're, you're, you're just... You're fucking losing it all over the place, man. You're carrying out. You're, you're spiraling into this weird spiral of victimhood. Like, here's the reality. Like, what's funny is that white people are constantly talking about, well, it's not just white people, but it's also like, you know, certain 
black conservatives like Thomas Sowell or Candace Owens are always just telling people the that your your issue is you need to get out of a victim mentality. And the thing is, the victim mentality is a thing. It's a problem. However, here's the reality is that, you know, everyone in society is victimized, okay? On some level, you have been victimized in some way by someone or some system. Now, to be fair, the levels of victimization and trauma that resulted from the victimization varies widely from individual to individual. But the thing you need to start thinking of is, yes, I've been victimized, but also I am a survivor of being victimized. I was victimized and I'm moving forward. That doesn't mean you shut up about your victimization, which is a weird thing that conservatives seem to want people to do, which is just shut up about their victimization, which is dumb. You need to actually talk about when you're victimized, but that doesn't mean you should be in a victim mindset. A victim mindset is to walk through the world scared that something is constantly pushing in on you and attacking you. Now, to be fair, there are many things as we go through life that are pushing in on us and attacking us. Damn you, capitalism. However, however, you need to look at yourself as someone who is either dealing with that situation or someone who is surviving. Because that's a thing we're also all doing is surviving. Now, the thing about the victim mentality, though, the thing that's real dangerous that no one talks about, which is the fact that the real trap of the victim mentality is that it is inside of you. It is inside every single one of us. And the only person who can free you from that is yourself. Now, to be clear, I'm talking about the objective reality of the fact that people are victimized versus a mental attitude that focuses on being victimized. You are victimized and your suffering is valid. That's not what I'm going against here. What I am saying, though, is that some people frequently, what is currently happening to white people is that white people have developed a very specific sort of terrified victim mentality. White people now believe that the world is out to get them. And the thing is, is that this is a really weird statement because white people by and large still run the fucking show. White people are still the majority of Americans. White people still hold the most disproportionate and white people still hold the most power and will probably hold a disproportionate amount of power in the near future, even if the numbers of white people descend past a point of them no longer being a majority. They're still the majority. Chill the fuck out. (sighs) You fucking nuts. The other reality, of course, though, is that worrying about demographic change is meaningless. Because ultimately, as long as the cultural boiling pot keeps melting us together and we accept others and their differences until we all join forces which, by the way, there his- America presents historical precedent for actually all multi-ethnic empires provide evidence for the Romans. Oh no, the Romans got ethnically diverse and then they collapsed. They were ethnically diverse for thousands of years before before they collapsed. That's, that's, a, that's a dumb take. Like, 
if, if the concept is, oh, our society will fall in 1500 years because, oh, we're not white anymore. If, if like, you're going to be dead. And in fact, your kids are going to be dead. Your grandkids are going to be dead. And potentially your, your grandkids are probably going to be dead too. I'm not sure exactly how many generations it takes to get through 1,500 years. But, you know, chill. Chill. Demographic change is something that happens naturally. Go take the fucking 23 and me, you bitch. There's no... Even the whitest people have like a 2% of something else. Why? Because at some point, cultures merge. People, ethnically diverse groups intermarried. It happened thousands of hundreds of times over thousands of hundreds of years. New genetic clusters were created. New minority groups were made. (sighs) The thing you're feeling, if you're worried about demographic change, I've got some bad news for you. First of all, shut the fuck up, you fucking racist. I'm talking to you, Tucker Carlson, and everyone else who tries to make people afraid of demographic change. If someone's... If someone comes in your face and says, no, it's your right to be afraid of change. Punch that person in the fucking mouth, okay? Because here's the reality. Change is life. Life is change. Things that don't change are not alive, period. Now, that there's a little bit, I mean, the definitions of life are more complex than that. But life is designed to grow. Therefore, life is designed to change. People who fixate on demographic change are worried about an existential thing that they feel in their gut that they can't truly explain, which is the fear that the passage of time will make dust of us all. Suck it the fuck up. Oh, no. In a hundred thousand years, people might forget what it was like to be white in the 20th century. Oh, shut the fuck up. Are you are you aware of how insane that is? Are you aware of how insane that is? If we held on to shit like this, there wouldn't be more Americans who are who identify as Irish then there are Irish people in America reality check once upon a time white people sorry once upon a time Irish people weren't considered white and even when they were considered white they were considered the lowest class of white unless you ask Benjamin Franklin who thought that was the Germans uh but the point is is that white cultures slowly merged forming the multicultural made up fiction that is white people it all happened because white people gradually accumulated their genetic clusters under one flagship categorization of white to separate themselves from other categories you know to prevent white slaves from joining from dark slaves and overthrowing you know the slave masters now to be fair i i didn't say i'm not referring to specifically black people when i say dark slaves i because we also enslaved other dark-skinned people who were not black uh native americans were also held as slaves by by the before the end of slavery and you know like the british colonies fucking enslaved fucking everybody god save the queen 
and the monarchy that she represented. I hope you could taste the irony there. It tasted a little bit like green tea. Oh, wait, that's because I was drinking green tea. Where was I? All right, so you're afraid, white people, that you will be erased by the passage of time as everyone slowly starts fucking and sucking black and Latino people, okay? All right, Jesus Christ. This is your fear? First of all, it's, it's, it's such a blatantly bad example of anything. It's a philosophically unfounded, unthought-out concept. It runs entirely on this deep existential fear that you have because you grievously self-identify with being white. Don't get me wrong. I'm white. I'll just throw it out there so you can get with me on this. Okay, I am white. Now, am I primarily Celtic American or were my parents primarily, uh, were my parents primarily immigrants who came in to this country um, a few years, a few, actually, I should look this up. When did my family come to this country? I'm not, I'm not that many. On my Scottish side, I'm not that far removed from when they immigrated here. <clears throat> not sure about the Irish side. Not sure about the Irish parts. But where was I? <laughs> the point is, where was I? Oh, my God. I'm so, I apologize. I've gone all over the place. Let's go back to Irish people. Okay, so Irish people, once upon a time, were considered the lowest class of white people. In fact, they were the considered the lowest class of Europeans. We often hear the bell curve, which is bullshit, by the way. Uh, eugenics bullshit. Um, referred to as, oh, black people have lower IQs. Oh, I'm sucking myself off over eugenics. Blah, 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 blah. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. White people need to chill. Maybe I need to chill. But white people need to chill more. Where was I? But the bell curve was also applied to Irish people versus British Europeans. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm not sure, but the IQ tests. IQ tests were applied. And the IQ tests of Irish people at one point were horrific. Like, in the 60s and 70s compared to, quote-unquote, Anglo-Saxons. Not only that, the Irish people were the favored victims of various other white, quote-unquote, races throughout the hundreds of years, like the Vikings. Now, it's worth noting the Vikings pretty much victimized everybody. They were a fucked-up culture. Like, you have to understand. Like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure they weren't all evil, but, like, their entire culture ran on attacking other people's cultures, stealing their shit, and taking their, civil- taking their healthy civilians as slaves and prostitutes, and just fucking murdering the rest of anyone who was not useful to their society as a slave. They were a fucked up people, okay? God bless you, Scandinavians. You you seem to have come a long way. I don't know how you still feel about redheaded people, though, because that's a thing about Scandinavian cultures, is that they believe, and I don't know if they still believe this, but for a long time, they believed that there was a hierarchy to society based on the way that you looked. And specifically, blue-eyed, blonde-haired people were the top rung of Scandinavian society. They were the gods, the good guys, the main people. They needed to be respected no matter what. Uh, Dark-haired people, you know, they were like the middle. They were like the middle. Oh, most people are dark-haired and have dark eyes. and They're they're fine or whatever. They're just not, you know, they're not us blonde gods striding the earth. And then you had fucking red-headed people who were associated with, with Loki. Uh, and also 
were considered the lowest class of people. So, of course, the Scandinavians, you're like, ah, killed, raped as many Irish people as we can. It doesn't matter. Because they're so fucking redheaded. But that was Scandinavian society. They believed that redheads were the weakest, the lowest, the least trustworthy of all the people in their society. Which is a fucked up, weird thing, not based on really anything. Where was I going with this? Oh, right. So the point is, is that now in America, um, the Irish integrated themselves into white people eventually, despite the fact that they were fucking hated and were frequently compared to primates. Now, in fairness, some people, they sometimes get compared to the negative treatment of African-Americans, and this is not necessarily accurate. The more accurate discussion of their mistreatment would be how we treat Latinos, Mexicans, and anyone who, you know, is... Latino or Hispanic would be a more accurate description of how the Irish were hated on. Except back then, there wasn't as much societal pressure to not be a fucking piece of shit about it. Nowadays, you know, there's some people at least like, well, hide the fact that they're racist garbage, which, you know, I, I, I guess is a plus to the better functioning of a polite society on a certain level. Although it doesn't help those racist pieces of shit be better people necessarily. Who knows? I mean, exposure is the ultimate cure for racism. And white people just don't want to do that. White people are so resistant to exposure to other people. The lack of the lack of empathy is mind-bending. Like literally, a big part of white culture is like, well, we gotta have stuff in common. Shut the fuck up what do you mean we gotta have stuff in common psychologically this is actually a lie all studies indicate most psychological studies indicate that the major number one factor in how good of friends people become or how much people start to like each other is exposure it has nothing to do with common interests it has nothing to do with uh with basic traits it is exposure exposure to people lets us understand each other's humanity and if you don't have exposure to other groups besides white people and you heavily associate things with race you're going to have a problem so stop it white people stop associating yourself so heavily with being white let it go i know i know i know look i am i a racial abolitionist maybe uh, which is not to say that I'm not, I'm denying that race exists. I mean, I'm kind of denying that race exists because race is a construct, but I don't believe our society is currently at a point where we can just say, hey, race doesn't exist. But I do believe that that future in the world, that future of the world might be possible. One good dream, right? Now, to be clear, when I say that, I'm not saying that I'm in favor of eliminating all all ethnic or community or cultural differences between people. I think that's amazing and beautiful and something that's very good for society. What I'm saying is that the construct of race is, is damaging. It, it doesn't mean we can't identify ethnically. I think that's also fine. As long as you don't go weird with it, you know, and start using that as a reason to draw lines between yourself and other people. Because this is another problem with human beings is that we like to categorize things. And you need a certain amount of categorization. But sometimes people like to use categorization as a reason to draw lines between things. And this is not good. This is a problem. Anytime 
it's a category is used to draw a line between yourself and someone else, you're setting yourself up for bullshit. This is true of religions, this is true of race, the media, everything. Anytime you categorize something with the specific purpose of saying, well, we're not that, you're probably setting yourself up for problems. So what's, I have not even gotten to the major thing that I'm here to address. I haven't even touched on it. My God, I should have included this in an intro to the intro to the, well, I guess what I'm really saying here, white people, chill the fuck out about Ariel. Chill the fuck out about the rings of power. Chill the fuck out about putting people who aren't white in things that you think of as fucking white. Okay, so let's just address this. First of all, there is tons of historical evidence that there were more black people in Europe than you think there were. Look into it. Tons of black people. In fact, some of the people, look into it, okay? There were black people in Europe. Some of them were even in the aristocracy because we didn't come up with, we didn't come up with this idea of separating the races like this until, you know, later. Where was I? Okay, also, I am not a, I'm not a historian. I'm not, I'm just a guy whose brains picks up factoids, okay? So I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. So I'm going to try and focus now on the things that I do know about. All right, I'm going to lean in real close here. I do not care if the new Little Mermaid is black, white people. If anything, I think that maybe Little Mermaid being black at least justifies the soulish cash grab that is yet another live action remake of a Disney classic. <sighs> because, and this is a reality, the Disney remake, live action remakes have a struggle, struggle to justify their own existence. Ironically, the one that it seems to be most loved is The Jungle Book, and I haven't seen The Jungle Book, so I can't tell you how I feel about that movie. I did see the Lion King remake, and it was okay. It was a little weird. I actually think they should have cut all the music out of it, if I'm being 100% honest. Like, maybe that movie could have justified itself as being, like, the, the more realistic Lion King, but like the song and dance routines just don't fit any matter of fact part of that tone of that movie. And then, you know, the justifi- the way they tried to justify Dumbo was, okay, well, let Tim Burton go crazy with it, which, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a solid plan for how to handle your classics, Disney. Damn it, actually, as an internet nerd, I love the idea of just letting directors with unique styles just go crazy on your properties. But the it, it didn't work out too well for them, if I remember correctly. But the, the point is that I'm making here is that live action, live action remakes have almost no fucking reason to exist. By making Ariel black, it gives it a reason to exist. Because if tons of little black children are seeing Little Mermaid 
and and being excited for it and feeling seen and heard and like they're part of fucking society. That's good. That's a good thing. And you should not be threatened by that. If you genuinely, if you're like, oh my God, I need, I need my white mermaid. Oh, my white mermaid. Please give me the white mermaid. If you really need that, that already exists. It's called the cartoon. It's not being erased. It's not like they're saying, okay, this is the only version of the mermaid now. It's all black people. I don't know how many black people are black in the movie. All I've seen is her. That's besides the point, though. The point is, is that, like, artistically, this has some merit to it. Artistically, there's something to be said and something to be seen. Now, to be fair, it's not, like, the greatest artistic leap. It's not a big, challenging one, like creating a whole new story. And that's fair. But if you hadn't noticed, our society is very homogenized. And I don't, in terms of, like, the type of stories we want to absorb. People want to absorb things they're already familiar with, which is, that's kind of a problem. But that's an artistic problem, which is not related to this issue. My point is, is that now there are two versions of this story. And that's fine. There's lots of versions of these stories. And if one version is for some reason now the white version and one version is now the black version, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No one is erasing you white people. Like, white people, did you need another mermaid movie? With white mermaid? Did you need that? It was, was it something you felt like you were dying to have? Well, why don't you make a new mermaid movie with white mermaids? Well, why can't black people make a new movie with, white, with black mermaids? Well, you know, shut the fuck up, okay? Like, this is the thing. This is the thing. For years, for years... We t- people, white people were like, oh, if you want to see more representation, you have to make it. And then they started making it. And then white people started complaining. <sighs> Seeing something and going, oh, they're not white. It's not a real complaint. It's, it's not, art- it doesn't have artistic merit to it as a complaint. It's not, it's not a, what are you even fucking talking about? It's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry, a lot of this is just me cussing. Uh, and like I try to I try to use cussing a little bit more like to emphasize a point, but now I, I guess I'm just getting overly emotional here, overly fired up. So let's let's dial back for a second. Okay. <clears throat> Deep breath. <sighs> of course, part of the problem is that this movie is just being caught up in the culture war grift, is another thing. See, that's the thing, white people, you have to understand is that you are being grifted by people who want to make you afraid of non-white people. Right now, the concept of woke, which is now a meaningless buzzword used by conservatives to get you to associate things in a broad sense with something that makes you uncomfortable. People like Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro and... Steven Crowder all fucking want to feed you this I, this narrative. This narrative that you are being deliberate, society is being deliberately changed to victimize you. And it's not. Society, 
okay, so like you have fucked up sibling complex, white people. That's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, so like here's the thing. You're going through your life as, and you got your siblings, okay? Single people, I understand you won't relate to this analogy, so try to bear with people who have no siblings. I mean, I, I didn't mean single, but single children. No, that doesn't sound right either. You know what I mean at this point. <clears throat> you have this complex, okay? So sometimes children will get into this thing where they will hear a parent say something nice to one of the other siblings. Now, the thing is, is that the parent saying something nice probably relates to something specific that the child has done. The other child hasn't necessarily done anything in this exact moment, but when they hear the other child get the compliment, they will immediately feel like they deserve one too. They will immediately feel like somehow the fact that they are also not getting a compliment means that they are somehow lesser than the other sibling. Now, don't get me wrong, favoritism in parents does exist and it occurs and it's, it's not great. However, <clears throat> however, on an objective level, if these are parents who do compliment all their children, the problem there is not that one child is better than the other. It's just an objective element of as one child has just recently done a thing that contextually makes sense to compliment them for now. The thing is, is that if you have a complex about it, you're going to hear your, your sibling get a compliment and immediately feel like you are getting the opposite of a compliment. That's not what's happening. Someone being told something nice about themselves is not a slam on you because no one's saying nice things about you right now. It's not how anything works. It's not a piece of the pie type of situation. Validation is free. There is no limit to it in society. You don't lose a piece of the validation pie because someone else is being validated. <sighs> Look, white people, if you really only care about media that just stars white people, then just watch media that stars white people. That's capitalism. Get over it. That being said, I don't think you should do that. In fact, white people, brace yourself for this. You should try and do the opposite. You should try and understand and embrace learning about cultures that are not your own. If this means going to see movies that star Black characters, or better, even movies and stories and plays and books that are created by Black authors that will help you learn about Black culture, because this is another thing that by and large, white people don't know much about Black culture, and I'm no expert on Black culture. Okay, white people? And this applies to other cultures besides Black people, too. Black people are just, you know, because the mermaid's Black, that's why I keep talking about it. <sighs> Listen up. White people. Shit, where was I? Okay, listen. It is not a slight against you white people if not everything is about you. Because it can't be. Like, if you have siblings, it can't always be about you. Your other siblings need attention too. Okay? 
people who aren't white are equally a part of the market. And also, <laughs> there's plenty of white people who aren't fucked up about this. Obviously, because white people are still the majority of the population in America, but you know, we still go, I, we still watch things that star people who aren't white. You know, because we're not weird ass racists who can only identify with a character who looks exactly like us and has our exact traits or whatever. It's weird. It's weird. Gotta let it go. Let's take a moment to talk about the Lord of the Rings. Like, this is the other thing. Okay, like, this is the other thing. Like, first of all, the, oh, there are no black people in Europe argument doesn't even work for these. Because, A, first of all, I've already established, or, well, I shouldn't say established, I didn't present any exact specific examples. I've already stated, and you can look this shit up, that there were black people in Europe. Especially during the time periods that we present a lot of movies with zero acknowledgement of that in. Were they, um, were they a large group of people? Probably not. But that's besides the point. The point is, is you, you can't see a medieval movie and go, there was a black person. I don't believe this movie. Shut the fuck up. It's about Robin Hood. <clears throat> but things like The Little Mermaid and The Rings of Power on Amazon, which I haven't seen yet. And I really want to. And so I'm not going to talk to that show with actual quality because I don't truly know but i think it looks good and the the major things that everyone's complaining about with it are not things that i would ever fucking care about you can't go around being like hey there's no white there's no black people in talking first of all first of all what the fuck are you talking about there's no black people in this imaginary world. Do you often dream of imaginary worlds where there are no black people? What is that? I want you to take that and examine that in yourself. Why would there be no black people in Middle Earth at all? Why? Why would is there is there not a is there not a part of Middle Earth that would be the equivalent of a like sunny area where people's melanin would dip would develop darker is that is that not a thing in middle why wouldn't it be a thing in middle earth justify your fucking self as to why it wouldn't be also and this is important it has been pointed out that the hobbits are both immigrants and probably not white well actually some of the hobbits are specifically commented as being not white like the harfoots I swear if I've messed up their, that name, I will be so mad at myself. In the book are, and a number of people have posted this online to demonstrate it, in the book are referred to as having nut brown skin. Group of hobbit, family of hobbits have nut brown skin. How brown do you think nut brown is? I'm going to let you know in a secret. It's pretty fucking dark. Okay, okay. Now, does Middle Earth technically not have any African people? I mean, sure, there's no continent of Africa. But why would that also mean that there are no Black people at all? I mean, Star Wars has Black people. You come after Lando Calrissian? That, that, that's the thing. 
God bless Billy D. Williams, who did not understand how lucky he was to be a black character in Star Wars before the anti-woke mob arrived. He's so lucky that he didn't. Ha- I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there were plenty of people who were racist about it at the time. 100% certain. However, all of those people have been erased through the sands of time. And everyone knows the real truth, which is that Lando Calrissian is a fucking badass. And maybe one of the coolest fucking characters in Star Wars ever. Yes, I know. Lando Calrissian is one of my favorite Star Wars characters. He's the best. Shut up. He's just awesome. Does he betray? I mean, he betrays Han in, in Cloud City. But I mean, come on. He does the right thing afterwards. He goes on to be a badass. If anything, the, the sequel movies should have more Lando Calrissian than they do because he's fucking awesome. Okay, I'm sorry. I got distracted by Lando, how awesome Lando Calrissian is. Where was I? The point is, going around complaining that there are other races in fantasy besides white people is fucked. It's weird. It it doesn't even make sense. Like, what are you talking about? You you can imagine a world with elves and dwarves and and mermaids and and magic rings and, and albinos that live in mountains and try to eat you. Like, and you can't picture people who aren't white? What are you saying? I need you to think about that, white people. What is that? What is that? What is your? It doesn't make sense. Like, is your mom? Like, this is these are not real places. These are not worlds populated by real people. Getting hung up on this shit is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And now I know other people are like, oh, the thing they said were like they they're making. A talking story to reflect the world we live in now. And that's not what Peter Jackson did. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? First of all, Peter Jackson didn't do word-for-word adaptations of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, for starters. He changed the fucking ending to, to Return of the King, for God's sakes. And when questioned about it, he was like, yeah, I didn't like that ending. So like this, it's not like he held everything Tolkien did up to some holy example. Side note, his ending is stupid. Uh, And he misses the point of Tolkien's ending. You dumb piece of shit, Peter Jackson. I'm sorry. Personal gripe. Uh, Where was I? And then he also made the fucking Hobbit movies. Which, by the way, some people have pointed out that, well, there are no prominent uh, black characters in... Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies. Hmm. Suspicious. Um, There are, in fact, Black people in the backgrounds of his movies and also in the Hobbit movies. So it's not like they were trying to erase Black people from Middle Earth. So, chill. Also, (sighs) oh, Peter Jackson would never change the, the writing to to make it more like our world. Oh, really? 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 Is that is that why in the Hobbit movies they have all that fucking bullshit in 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 where when they get to the the oh my god, how am I forgetting the harbor town uh, under the mountain when they get there and and 
Peter Jackson's out of this whole fucking like metaphor for the Iraq war and, and presidential bureaucracy that's going on and this, all this politics in, in the barge town that don't mean shit to the book. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that totally wasn't him rewriting shit to make it more like the world he lived in, except it was, and also he was late because 9-11 was shit ton of time before that. <clears throat> so don't give me this, oh, they're, they're ruining it by updating it. Bullshit. Every adaptation makes changes. Every adaptation makes mistakes and makes strong choices at the same time. You need to chill. Chill the fuck out. Just just chill. Okay, white people, I need you to find... I just need you to go smoke a bowl with as many non-white people as you can. I, I mean, don't invade their spaces, but make some friends who aren't white who smoke weed. I know you have plenty of white friends who smoke weed. I'm saying you need to smoke weed with people who are not white. I'm, of course, being vaguely reductive here for comedic effect. What I mean is you need to have experiences that are outside your white comfort zone. You want to start out easy? You want to start out mildly easy? Here's, here's a place to start. Go. I haven't seen the Netflix show, so I'm not going to comment on it. I've heard some things about it that seem problematic. But go watch the movie, Dear White People. It's a good place to start. It's a good place to start. Unlike the show, which was for some reason... Uh, the showrunner was a white woman. The movie was made uh, by a black man. So the perspective is, is stronger. Go see the movie. And to be fair, I'm a white person, so I don't know necessarily contextually how great of a movie is. But for me personally, the movie Dear White People actually helped me understand a number of things about the black experience. I also recommend things like uh, going to see Black Plays. If you live in Cleveland, go see some shows at the Caramel House. It's right there. I did a show there once. Great people. Cool. They, they put on some good shows. Go check it out. Maybe audition to be one of their plays. They frequently need white people in their shows and have trouble getting them. That's actually how I got a partner show at the Caramel House. Because they were like, ah, we didn't get any white people to audition. So I got to play a part that that the critics said I was too young to play. <laughs> Thanks, Christina Howie. Wait, was that her name? The theater critic for the Scene magazine many years ago. I want to say that's her name. She reviewed two plays that I was in and, and didn't say anything nice about me in either of them. Fuck her. Uh, what? <laughs> um, where was I? <clears throat> The point is, is get out there and expose yourself to some actual black culture, because I know what you're thinking. I'm exposed to black culture all the time. Are you, though, white people, or are you exposed to mainstream black culture? And by mainstream black culture, I mean specifically the images of black people and their culture that the mainstream has been like, oh, that's fun. Let's, let's put that in a thing. Because that's it's very different. Like, a lot of people are like, Oh, no, I've seen black culture. It's all the rap movies and the music and the, the objectifying of women and the selling of drugs. Okay, yeah, first of all, the, the, you just described all music. That, that's, that's like 90% of American music. Objectifying women doing drugs. Like, that's so much of our fucking music. It's not a black thing. 
However, the other thing is that those images and types of things that you're seeing, you're seeing them in mainstream media, which means that these are images of Black people and Black culture that's just, that the mainstream has been like, ah, oh, yeah, I want, that's a thing we think is cool about Black people. And is it, is it fucked up that, that, that those are some of the things that mainstream culture likes about Black people? I mean, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But Black Ariel and black dwarves and elves is a move away from that. It's a normalization, an integration of black people into our culture. It's important. It's very important, actually. Because a lot, a lot of things, I think I hear a lot about people on the right is like, oh, you know, immigrants have integrated faster than black people. Shut the fuck up, white people. That's, are you technically true? Yeah, but do you know why that's technically true? Because immigrants, while there are frequently prejudices and biases and things holding back some immigration group, immigrant groups, mostly white immigrant groups, ultimately, they naturalize. Why? Well, because there's not this long history of Black people bringing things to our American culture, and then white people saying, hey, that's cool, we're going to use it for, how about we do that thing instead for you? At every chance where Black people had a major contribution to American culture, white people just sort of of swooped in, took the thing over, and made it part of American society without actually allowing it to help Black people integrate into American society. Rock and roll music came out, and white people were like, no, rock and roll music, bad. And then white kids started listening to it, and then white kids started making rock and roll music. And then slowly over the generations, white people got used to the idea of white people playing rock and roll, and all the and a bunch of black people who started rock and roll didn't get the integration the fame or credit that they deserved so yeah no no shit it's sometimes harder for for black americans to integrate and naturalize because they've been actively kept out of it many of the things that would have allowed black people to integrate better with with white people white people fought against segregation slowed down their our integration dramatically maybe set us off by hundreds of years because it allowed economic systems to develop around the separation major major problem anytime black people start to gain power in america this would normally result in white people doing things like the tulsa race massacre I've gone wait. Well, I've gone. I've, I've done this rant entirely off the fact that I'm tired of hearing about the fact that white people are upset about black fantasy characters because that has to stop white people. That has to stop. It's not worth anything. If you don't like what a movie is doing or saying, you don't pay money for it. But when Tucker Carlson and these other anti woke grifters because that's what they are you have to understand that this is a grift the anti-wokeness is a grift all media is running off of your eyeballs and when they tell you that you're being replaced when they tell you that you should feel insecure about your place in society because you're getting older and you're starting to feel the sands of time change the world around you that's a part of your brain that's going to be afraid of that because your brain is afraid of death Ugh.
that river of time is the world. You can't resist it. It's not unnatural. If in a hundred years we forget what white people, it, sorry, it'll be more than hundred years. If in, in 400 years to 700 years or whatever, we're all like a shade of brownish, it won't matter, okay? It won't matter. The things that will ultimately matter is the beliefs that our society holds is important. If democracy survives, if nonviolent conflict resolution continues to be the law of our land, and it should be the law of our land, even though there are many people who disagree with it and there are many people who abuse their power. I'm talking about the police. <clears throat> We're not going to not have issues. Where was I? <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm doing a lot of these. I get, I'm getting like ADHD brain is in super effect mode right now. Maybe because of my emotional state. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of I'm kind of kind of okay, actually, now that I'm evaluating my actual emotional state. I mean, like I say I'm pretty wound up about this, but that some of that might be just the way I talk. I have a lot of problems with tone and, and volume control. I have my whole life. That's not important. Where was I? Right. White people. You need to let go. I'm not saying you have to stop being white. I'm saying that you there are more important parts of you than your whiteness. You just think about it because it's on the surface. We need to get in touch with the values that actually make America great. Because America does have some values that are worth standing for and worth defending. And I'm sorry, but one of them is diversity. America is a country, whether you like it or not, is about diversity. And it always has been. America is anti-traditionalist. America was founded on anti-traditionalism. When we fucked off from the monarchy that was one of the biggest breaks from traditionalism in the history of the world. Once we realized that the crown could not control us, we broke away from the tradition of believing that royalty had a God-given right to power over us. And that was a breaking of the tradition. America was founded on the concept of reevaluating tradition and moving forward. That's why one of our founding fathers said that we should have a revolution every 200 years, which, by the way, is uh, kind of ridiculous. And uh, if it was a nonviolent revolution, I'd be in favor of that. But like, but the point he was making is valid. He understood that society was change. Because that is society. And you need to understand this, white people. Society is change. Life is change. We live in the river, and we are one again after the fall. No, I'm not deep. That's a lyric from a system of a down song. The point is, you just got to let it go. 
we got to make like the Disney song, white people. You know, that Disney song sung by an incredibly white Scandinavian princess, Let It Go. You've got to let it go. One day, hopefully, we will be let, able to let go of the shackles of being white. Because that's the thing, white people. You're shackling yourself to an identity that doesn't, that hopefully one day won't get us anything. Because that's, that's the reality, right? Conservatives are big to get up on screen, get up on TV and, and preach the words of Martin Luther King. I have a dream where a man will be judged. I'm not, oh my God, I'm doing a Martin Luther King voice. I feel weird about that. I don't know. I haven't decided where I fall on that. What am I doing? The point is, you know, you know the quote. I dream of a, of a future where a, where a man where a man is judged by the product of his character, not the, the color of his skin. And it's worth noting that Martin Luther King has, since that point, actually said that what he said there was naive. <clears throat> <clears throat> But the reality of the matter is, is that for that world to exist, white people, you have to let go of being white. You have to stop acting like it's important to be white. It is not important to be white. It it is, it is a genetic lottery to be white. You're either born white or you're not. Although, to be fair, History indicates that we have opened up categories of being white to allow people like the Germans, the Russians, the Irish, the Scottish uh, into being white eventually after they started fucking other white people and became integrated to society. Also, after the Irish became cops, interestingly. Where was I? Yeah, that's right. You have to let it go, white people. I'm not saying you have to wake up tomorrow and go, I'm not white anymore. You're still white. What I'm saying is you have to let go of the importance. You have to let go of the superficial meaning of being white. The reason you feel existentially lost in society, white people, is that you don't recognize your own culture. You you can't see how white America is around you. You can't see that it's constantly reflecting back whiteness at you. The reality is is that white people don't really have a quote-unquote culture because white culture is the mainstream culture. If you're seeing it on TV, on stations that aren't aimed at specific groups that aren't white, (laughs) it's white culture it may not feel like that it may not feel like that to you because you've started to notice that as time has gone on the mainstream culture has started to reflect back things to you that don't strike you as white and that to you that feels like a replacement but it's not it is a reflection of what society really looks like society has other stories to tell besides white ones 
and white people, you're going to have to accept that. You're going to have to bite the bullet. <sighs> because we can't get past racism while white people still think it's important to be white. We just, we just can't. We just can't. I, there's not a single day of my life that I wake up and I'm like, I hope the world is more white today. I just, not because I'm thinking the opposite white people. You have to understand, I don't think that. Because why would I want that? What would that mean? What would I benefit? Now, I understand, I understand that some white people, some white people, not all white people, but some white people are living in this weird perpetual state of fear that the table turning is coming, that the tables are going to, that once the, once the non-white people get all the power, they're going to take down the white man. Here's the thing. We live in a democratic society. We live in a society that perpetuates values of democracy and diversity and acceptance. And as long as we continue to be a society that perpetuates those beliefs, we won't have to worry about that. First of all, first of all, hanging on to whiteness is, is the, only, the only thing that would cause that to begin with. Second of all, it's not like you're going to wake up one day and be like, oh my God, America's 60% black. No, it's also going to, it, just because white people are going to lose the majority at some point doesn't mean suddenly one of the other races in America will gain a super majority. They actually won't if we become more diverse, you know? Because there's numerous types of Hispanic and Latino people. We have tons of different Asian people. We have, it's, it's not like it's just, America is just white and black people. It's not a thing. And if we allow society to become more integrated, then the melting pot of America will eventually make us all equal. Because you can't have a melting pot if you're forcing people to be in other pots. They're, you're not melting together if you're forcing them into separate pots, okay? You gotta let everybody in. We gotta start the melt. We gotta make the soup that is America, okay? That's how it gets flavorful up in this bitch, okay? So white people, I need you to say, A, first of all, I'm white and that's okay. And then after that, you need to start, after that white people, I need you to say, but it will also be okay if I'm not as white tomorrow. And it will be even more okay 
if my great-grandchildren are not as white as me. It will also be okay, regardless of what color my neighbors are, if me and my neighbors love each other. The way, you know, the white people's favorite, white people's favorite book says to do, you know, the Bible, love your neighbor as yourself, which is Jesus' way of saying, you know, have some fucking empathy. Regardless of what you, who you want, the Bible doesn't say you get to pick your neighbors. In fact, the Bible says to be kind to immigrants at numerous points. So get out there, white people, and start learning to love your neighbors. And I know what you're saying. But, but what if my neighbors don't love me back? Yeah, well, that's whatever. You can't control that. The Bible doesn't say, love your neighbors as long as they love you first. If, if, you're all, if everyone's waiting for someone else to love them, no one will ever love anyone. You have to start with the love. You as an individual have to choose love of your neighbors. You can't wait for them to be the way you want them to be to love them. Because yes, I am talking about you, specific demographic of conservative Americans who secretly just want everyone to conform to the same cultural whatever hegemony, regardless of their race. That's really what they want to, because there's the genetic racists and then there's cultural racists. They're two different people who still have a lot of problems. <laughs> The two different groups have a lot of problems and sometimes get on board with each other. Not good. Where was I going with this? The point is, you have to choose love white people. And I know, I know, you. some of you are scared. You got to turn off Tucker Carlson, first of all. You have to turn off Tucker Carlson. You have to get off of 4chan. You have to stop watching videos that people post out of context of black people doing bad thing because this is, of course cherry picking there are bad people in every group who do fucked up shit and if someone is only showing you one group of people doing fucked up shit then that well they have an agenda and 4chan definitely has an agenda you have to start to love yourself if you love your neighbors like genuinely give them love it's going to be very hard for them to kill you once the, turn, the tables get turned, you know? So start loving your neighbors, white people. Bring it together. The reason we don't have a sense of community with other groups and communities is because we put up those barriers. For decades, we put up those barriers. And then suddenly, when some of the barriers got broke down, and some of us started freaking out about it. You're really only making everything worse. So white people. Oh, here's another thing I need you to say, white people. Okay. Fictional character, the race of fictional characters doesn't really matter. Unless, of course, that that, that fictional character's purpose was to represent racial concepts and ideals. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I accidentally got that comp concept too complicated because I do want to ex express one nuance here. A, com a common complaint I I've been hearing a lot from white people, specifically on this like race bending thing is, oh, well, you couldn't do that. You know, well, you know, if we, if we may start making black characters into white characters, people would be pretty upset about that. Well, first of all, we have done that. Um, I believe it was on Smallville, Vixen, who is a black DC superhero played by a white woman. Yeah, fucking, fucking yeah. Or the new, or, you know, um, according to David Goyer, when he was making Blade, because this is a common example I hear a lot, people are often like, well, what if we made a white Blade? Well, according to David Goyer, the studio really thought that was a good idea. And he had to fight to keep it about and to keep blade black <laughs> yeah fucking fucking i guess it was new line cinema at the time who would later be bought by warner brothers which ironically means that warner brothers has the rights to three marvel movies huh interesting where was i uh, okay Second of all, there's a very good reason why we don't take black characters and make them white. It's not just the whole matter of like balancing the scales or whatnot. But the, the big reason why we don't do that is that frequently black characters were written to be black. Like changing, removing the race from those characters would fundamentally change the characters. If there's no part of Batman that's about being white, unless you consider being rich part of being white, which by the way, there are non-white rich people nowadays. I know, I know. That's why you're afraid white people. Just take a deep breath and remember that they haven't used that power to hurt you yet. <sighs> but like Luke Cage, Luke Cage, is a character inspired literally by black exploitation cinema. So I, I, what would a white Luke Cage be? It'd it be what? A, a white guy who grew up in, like, what would that be? Like, there's, like, the character is, is, is rooted in blackness. Superman is not rooted in whiteness. Spider-Man is not rooted in whiteness. So that's part of it. You, you, Black Panther is a, named after the Black Panther Party. So like making Black Panther white would be weird. But also he's a character who's specifically built into like an ancient African culture. It'd be weird if he was white. Like, then it would just be this Tarzan shit where like, he's like, oh, some white child, this advanced African culture took in and, and raised to become a white savior, which, look, we've seen that movie a bunch of times now. We don't need to see that movie again. Okay? We just, we just don't. so so typically 
most black characters, if you transition them to being white, would lose core essential elements of their character and inspiration. So there's why. It would, you see, because the key elements of characters like The Little Mermaid is that they're a fucking mermaid. The key element of a dwarf or an elf is that they're a fucking dwarf or elf. Worrying about what skin tone the elf tweet the of a elf or a dwarf or a mermaid is is dumb. These are not characters who are inherently rooted in whiteness. They're inherently rooted in fucking fantasy. They're fucking rooted in imagination. Numerous people have pointed out online that a mermaid wouldn't probably be white or black. In fact, in Hans Christian Andersen's, my understanding is that she is green. Side note, the Hans Christian Andersen's version of Little Mermaid is super fucked up. It is like a real dark, fucked up story. Check it out. Okay. To summarize white people, you gotta let it go. Fictional character, the race of fictional fantasy characters does not matter. And the reason we can't just flip a lot of black characters into white characters is because those characters typically were created to say something about blackness. To divorce them from their blackness would be to inherently not adapt them. Making elves and dwarves black doesn't hurt elves and dwarves in any way. It it, it just fucks with the suspension of disbelief of people who are racist or have just a tiny bit of racism in them. I've gone all over the place in this. And I hope you've, I hope white people that you have internalized some of the things that I've said. I, I hope you take an opportunity to think about it, even if you're a progressive white person. Because, and this, this is important, this is important. Just because you're not racist or just doesn't mean that you can't have problematic, even if you view, other groups of people is completely your equal does not mean that you aren't making problematic assumptions and judgments on them. That stuff is part of the, that stuff is built into your head culturally. The media and parents and experiences cloud your judgment. Let go of the fear that whiteness will one day not be a thing. If it is, that's fine. And if it's not, that will also be fine. Fictional characters, especially fictional mythical creature characters, it does not matter what race they are played by. It does not. Everything will be okay. As long as you choose to love your neighbors. Because that's, that's, that's what we don't have enough in this country right now. 
loving your neighbors. I don't talk to either of my neighbors. Probably because they're, they're kind of suburban dickheads. Uh, but that's, that's unfair. I only know that's true of the people on the left of me. I mean, in terms of house position, not politics. Um, although, to be fair, my neighbors are all white also. Um, so I don't really care if I meet them. Uh, I mean, that's a joke. It's a joke, white people. Chill out. Everything's going to be okay. As long as you wake up tomorrow and you choose love. Okay, white people? Wake up tomorrow and choose love. And I know it might be hard. It might be hard because they're not going to want to love you back immediately. But part of that's because other white people have been abusing them for decades. And by them, I don't just mean black people. I mean anyone who's not white. You have to choose love first, white people. If what you want from these groups is to be loved, then you have to love also. Okay, white people? I think that's the message I'm going to end on here. White people, learn to love your neighbors, regardless of the situations, conditions, or race. Okay? Can you do that, white people? If you can't do it for me, then do it for America. And if you can't do it for America, do it for yourself. Because choosing love is the only way forward. I was going to make a really dark joke there, but I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I want to end this positively. Choose love, white people. Choose love. Love your neighbor. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say it. The point is, it's white people, get on that shit. And let it go.